The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Good morning. Or good afternoon if you're listening on the East Coast. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm the host today or co-host along with Mike Fiella. Mike, good morning to you. So good to see you this morning. You always have that great smile and that uh, energy, and you just bring us all together, and I'm just looking forward to today, today's show. I, I am ready today, Mike, you because are. today is the day that we start our project here in Western New York, in Buffalo, New York, where yes. we actually do the broadcast at or the recording at. Uh, today we are serving an organization called PATH, Yes, People Against Trafficking Humans, mm-hmm. and we're going to be renovating a building for them over the next two weeks, and today's guest is the gentleman that's going to lead the project. His name is Harold Dawson. He is an awesome servant. Got a chance to talk to him a little bit this morning before we went on the air, and looking forward to talking to him some more, so just a great guy. He's got a great story of how he kind of learned about Eighties of Hope, how God opened those doors for him to serve and, and now lead, and it, it's going to be an amazing two weeks. And again, today we're expecting about 40 people in Buffalo, New York. Uh, Don't worry, we're going to take everyone's temperature. We're going to, you know, we're going to do things the right way, the social distancing as best as we can. Uh, But we are excited. We're going to renovate a facility, Mike. This facility will be used by PATH for decades to come. Mm. And for those young ladies who've been rescued from sex trafficking, that's going to kind of operate as their intake facility and where they do counseling and some of the medical checkups and, and, and so much more. And and I know that people are like, well, what is eight days of hope? And what are you talking about? Man, you are going 100 miles an hour. And that's what you get when you get to drink two cups of coffee in the morning, right? From 5 o'clock on a.m. But yeah. uh, anyway. But we're really excited. You know, eight days of hope started in 05, Mike, when we helped people rebuild homes for free after Hurricane Katrina. Sure. So people know us around the country as the organization that builds homes in eight days. Mm-hmm. Eight days. Incredible, incredible. Move that bus. No, we don't. We don't extreme makeover, right? <laughs> They're the ones that bus. move that bus. No, well, we don't. We don't have any buses that we move. We we surely don't. But um, six thousand homes now have been rebuilt because of the volunteers mm-hmm. of Eight Days of Hope. We started a rapid response arm that goes anywhere in in one day when right. there's a tornado or flood or hurricane or, or, or windstorm or snowstorm. And now this new arm that started last fall, Mike, and it's an arm that we've seen the body of Christ start to realize that this is a pretty significant problem. Problem in America, sex trafficking, it's real. And again, today here in Western New York, mm. uh, we're going to start a project with PATH. It's exciting to see how the ministry has grown since 2005 and uh, just to different areas. I mean, safe houses is the biggest passion we have right now. Well, you can't say the, can't say the biggest. Everything we do, we do with passion. But uh, even the COVID-19 response has been incredible um, in, in several areas of the country that we've been involved in. And so many states right now are really struggling, and and you know we're not gonna we're not gonna do the pro mask, anti mask, and we're not gonna get involved in all that <laughs> stuff no today. Right? Um, but but I, I will say this: this is a perfect time for the church to shine. That's right. And eight days open. You know we've tried, Mike. We we've shipped out over a quarter million masks. Mm. Uh, we've 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 uh, God has provided the finances for us to purchase over a quarter million dollars of groceries sure. and food delivered safely to the elderly, the single moms, the widows in multiple states. Mm. And so, you know, it's almost like you kind of have to reinvent yourself to some extent. Now, here's the good news, Mike. Okay. 
This morning, when I got up early and, mm-hmm. and I did sleep in, five o'clock. Yes, yeah, so it wasn't. There wasn't a four in front of that that alarm this morning. There was a five. But one of the things I read is the last two months have been the slowest two months for natural disasters in decades in the United wow. States. Why is that? Yes. So we'll you know, figure. Well, so tornado season is about to close in most parts of the country. Okay. So if you know anything about tornadoes, they usually start down south and then they move their way up to the Midwest mm-hmm. and then the upper Midwest. And of course, you can always get a tornado any day of the year. But the amount of tornadoes this year is on on track to be the the, the small the low. I was going to say right. smallest, the lowest amount right. of tornadoes since they've been keeping records. So that's that that's been the blessing for us this well, year. Absolutely. You can see God's hand on that. I mean, we're putting so much effort, and rightfully so, into the COVID-19 situation. Uh, like you said, masks and take temperatures and delivering food. When would you have time? What, what, what could you imagine, you know, a, turn, a turn, tornado hits? How are we going to manage that, you know, in this? In this but we, I know we will, yeah. but still. I, I always toss that question out to you. You, you. I can see your mind turning already. Yeah, I already got a plan for that. You know, so yeah. we'd, we'd make it happen. Well, we are prepared, and, and, yeah. and we hope that we don't have to deploy anywhere in the next you know, two Absolutely. weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks. And yet we're not blind that hurricane season is coming upon us. And sure. you're probably saying again, well, gosh, what is 8 Days of Hope? You know, how can I get involved? It starts at our website. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Just submit us your email address. It's very simply, just give us your email address. And anytime that God opens up a door for us to love and serve the brokenhearted, we're going to invite you to come. Mm-hmm. And it's free. We're going to feed you really good. I mean, really good. Uh, I've seen the size of the, the meals well, in the food well, trailer. Why'd I'm you going, look at my gut when you said I see the size? Well, I was trying to rub in mine going, I got to get mine down Dude. after these trips. Yeah, but your <laughs> eyes looked at my gut. Don't be doing that to oh, me, Mike. Well. We're on radio, but yeah, we call it eight pounds of hope. But hey, we're going to feed you. <laughs> we're going to give you a safe place to sleep. And again, regardless if we're going somewhere in one day or, or six months after disaster where we build something. Uh, we want you to be plugged in. But again, today, our guest today, Harold Dawson, he's going to be leading this project, PATH, uh, here in Buffalo, New York. And, you know, we had to move some things around. Did you see that schedule change? I did not, so fill me in. Okay. Yeah, you did too. <laughs> I did. So, so in, I did. Uh, in August, we were supposed to be in Texas. Yes. But the COVID numbers in Texas have shot through mm. the roof. And man, we're praying for our friends. We have so many friends. Right. We've done a lot of work in Absolutely. Texas after Harvey and flooding and sure. tornadoes. I mean, it's been probably one of our busiest states we have visited the last 15 years. But we're going to move that project for Hope Rising from August to okay. November. Yes. And we're believing and praying that things will settle down a little bit. So this month, we're in Buffalo, New York, helping PATH. Then in September, as long as the numbers stay reasonable, and they're reasonable okay. right now, we're going to go to Indiana, to Indianapolis. Okay. And we're going to help out an organization called Ascent 121. And then October, Tupelo, Mississippi, November, Texas. So the next okay. four months, if you're skilled, if you know how to paint, do roofing, uh, you knew concrete work. We've got a lot of concrete work in Texas. Ooh, yes. We would love for you to come. Uh, come for two, three, four, five days, or all 14 days sure. during 8 Days of Hope as we help people take the next step of sex keep, trafficking. Keep this in prayer, too, because we need to get this get this work done. It's so, it's so important. Pray the numbers do get down. Pray for our nation. Just pray that we can get this. Uh, we can get to the areas we need to get to uh, and safely, and then back home. 
We're gonna have to modify how we do things, Mike. Yes. I mean, we, we you know we can't ignore what's going on, and 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 it's the balance act. So this this past week, mm-hmm. we got a couple more minutes in the segment. This past week, I had a, a couple longtime volunteers saying, "Steve, we appreciate the leadership making the decision sure. of postponing Texas mm-hmm. to November." And then there's always that one or two that reach out and say, "Steve, where's your faith? Yeah, why are you where's doing your that? faith? Yeah, Come yeah. on!" I'm like, brother. We've been mm. living by faith for 15 years. <laughs> Come on. That's what AD's Hope is all based sure. on. But it's, it's the balance of faith and wisdom in understanding what's going on and having your partners equally as excited that you're coming to serve sure. with them. Sometimes it's faith just to say no or, you know, and when it goes against the grain. Now, as a leader, you know, you, you get, we know you, Steve, you get before the Lord, you talk to the staff, you pray about it, you get the, uh, this, just a sense of direction, you got to stick with it because God is in the center of that. And we don't want to have more people subjected to this. That you, You've got to protect those that come out and volunteer, right? You do. There, there is a sense of responsibility because at the end of the day, if we were deployed in, and somebody um, did... Uh, test positive. Sure. I mean, you have to shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And 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 so you know, our prayer is that you know we were in Nashville with 500 people, right in the middle of the launch of COVID 19, and you know we 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 modified how we fed people, we modified how we worshipped, you know, and it's not everybody loved those decisions, but thankfully not one person where it was infected with the virus, and well, and you know you, you hope and believe and pray that that can continue. But you have to be prepared for the worst and pray for the best. But still, we're responsible to the authorities that are above us. Yeah, sure. Whether we feel comfortable with that sure. or not, for the most part, we just have we we gotta honor that. Sure. And follow that. So, what are you doing next Saturday on the 18th, July 18th, next Saturday? What are you doing uh, in in the evening? I'm telling you, I'm this hope lives. And that's where, oh, and you're that's, ready. You were yeah, ready. I was ready Look for at that. You. See, sometimes I stump you, <laughs> see, and I can see when you're like you're kind of looking around the room. I'm like, oh no, he doesn't know where we're going. Well, with you, this. you come in so vibrant and lively. I'm coming in still drinking my coffee, going. I need to get up two hours early to be able to handle this. <laughs> but anyway, hope, hope lives is a great time to get together. Talked to Donna Russo from Kingdom Bond the other day. I'm gonna actually help out, help set a sound system up. They're gonna have a big screen out by their office, but it's it's you know. A twenty-eight festivals nationwide. Chris, could, yeah, Christian music festival. So there's a view, virtual music festival next Saturday, July eighteenth, mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to watch it on many different avenues. But the artists that are playing, Toby Mac. Oh, I mean, yeah. Toby is playing for King and Country, Zach mm-hmm. Williams, so many more. In Eight Days of Hope, we're one of the two main sponsors. Yes. We wanted to be a part of this. We think Absolutely. it's so important for Christian music. Every single festival in America was canceled, and yet mm-hmm. this night, for 90 minutes, and I think it's from, what, 8 Eastern to 9.30 Eastern, 7 Central, right. um, you can watch on our Facebook page. And we believe our website will be set up for it as well. But if you go to our Facebook page, Eight Days of Hope, at 8 o'clock Eastern Time next Saturday, mm-hmm. Hope Lives will be broadcast live right there on our Facebook page. Are you going to be on the on the platform sharing some stuff? I, you know, we we are Eight Days of Hope has a commercial, but it's a thirty second commercial. Okay. When have you ever known me to speak for thirty seconds or less? Um, I, I was kidding, Mike. You're supposed to be nice there. No, I am. I did. No, you stuttered. You you, you stuttered, us, Mike. It, it 30, 30 seconds just gets us warmed up. <laughs> yeah. no, so so long story short, no, you you'll hear my voice in that thirty second awesome. commercial. But we're really excited to to uh, share a little bit more about what God 
God is doing through 80s Hope. So Hope Lives is next Saturday. Invite your friends. You can watch at kingdombound.org, which is a Christian music festival in New York. But every Christian music festival across the country is going to be carrying it live. And that's at 8 o'clock Eastern time next week. It's exciting. I can't wait. It's just like we're going to Kingdom on on our TV. (laughs) Yeah. Or laptop. And I I was thinking about setting up a screen like in my backyard, inviting some of my neighbors who maybe don't know anything about Christian music, Mm -hmm. right? And, Perfect. Um, yeah. Have a neighbor. Have a, the neighbors in the neighborhood come out to the Tiber household, and uh, okay. you can share Jesus with them while you're listening to music. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we got a plan. Anyways, hey, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiello. Uh, today, from coast to coast, people are tuning in to hear some God-sized stories from the mission field, and that's where we're going next. We're going to have a gentleman on with us today. His name is Harold Dawson. Harold is a volunteer who lives in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. No, I'm kidding. He lives He lives in beautiful. I love Ohio. And we have a yes. lot of listeners, a lot of faithful volunteers and donors in Ohio. So I love okay, Ohio. Yes. I love Ohio. Uh, actually, my son lives there. And actually, he's yes. getting married there in a couple he weeks. He is. He is. Looking forward to that. Anyways, um, we're going to be talking to Harold. He's leading the project up here in Buffalo the next two weeks as he helps lead mm-hmm. Dozens of volunteers safely in a way to renovate a building that's going to be used for decades to come to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex mm. trafficking. So you want to tune in. Um, hey, text a friend, a neighbor, someone you know that uh, maybe might be interested in something like this and tell them to tune in. Love to have him uh, join us here the next little bit. It's going to be good. It tune is going in. to be good. Anyways, hey, when we come back in a minute, we're going to be with Harold Dawson. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com, P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partnered with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros, we rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And when you tune in every week and you hear that same Mandisa song, Good Morning, that is the song we play during our rebuilding events very early in the morning. And it's like the first thing we, we hear after we eat, Mike. And it, sure. everyone kind of gets up and moves yeah. around. And, and we've got some people running out on the stage and throwing balloons out and confetti. And we're trying to wake everybody up at 6.30 in the morning. Oh my it's God. a fun, fun song. Yeah, and I, and I hear your voice at the end of that. I'm surprised when we come back that you don't go, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, That's usually what you hear. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning. And Gumby comes Days out and all yeah. the other stuff. People are like, why? Um, why did Gumby come out? Why, why well, I'm supposed to be flexible and oh. blessed out of flexible in spirit and okay. whatever. Because right. your 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 tools, your materials might not be there on time, but your crew will be there. Yeah, Something's happened, but it, it does. It is tough uh, or interesting when you when we do our rebuilding trips that first day, mm-hmm. Mike there is a chance that we'll be in 150 to 200 homes that first day. Yes. People who have lost everything due to mm-hmm. a natural disaster have strangers show up and they say, hey, we're here to help you rebuild your house for free all in the name of Jesus. And some amazing things happen uh, with conversations those next Absolutely. eight days. It's so exciting to even, you look into their eyes and where it seems like they're hopeless, all of a sudden it, something lights up and they just want to hug on you and you have an opportunity just to be a part of their disaster, but you see them coming out of it. You see a, a mm-hmm. bit of it, a spark of hope, a spark of joy. And then when you're asked, well, why would you do this? You're able to share your three-minute testimony or just say, look, you would do that for me if you, and Jesus has just gave, given so much to me, I need to give to you. Sure. And that's why we're there. But then, come on, roll up the sleeves and start mudding or whatever you do. I don't, I haven't mudded, I, I must say. Mudding, painting, roofing, painting, but, all that. And uh, we, we accept less skilled volunteers too, like Mike and like I. Like I, yeah. Yeah, right. Mike, Mike and I are allowed to show up as well, so you don't have to be a skilled professional. Again, go to the website, Eight Days of Hope. Well, 40,000 volunteers have served with Eight Days of Hope, Mike, since 2005. 40, Our 15-year anniversary is in December, okay. because in December, that would have been the first day of Eight Days of Hope 1 in Bay St. Louis and Waveland, Mississippi. But one of the 40,000 volunteers are with us today. His name is Harold Dawson. Harold lives in the beautiful state of Ohio. Harold, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Mike. Good to see you. Nice to see you guys. You you look good in the morning. Some guys wake up and they kind of wake up with their hairs off to the side and, you know, they're kind of jumbling and marbling, but you're ready to go. A lot going on the next two weeks in Buffalo. It's going to be great. Uh, we haven't gotten out much here lately, so we're so excited about serving people in Buffalo, New York. So, Harold, um, let's before we get into what's going to happen here in Western New York, so 8 Days of Hope, we're partnering with PATH, People Against Trafficking Humans, and you're the ultimate day-to-day leader uh, for the next 14 days. So, Mike, mm. even though I might have a fi- fancy title under my car, mm-hmm. you know, when I go to that project, guess who I report to? I understand Harold. that. Harold. <laughs> He's no the man. better man than that, He's I'm telling you. He's the man. You. Harold, how did you learn about 8? Let's start there. How did, well, you know what? Tell us a little bit about you your 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 marriage your family and then what we want to hear a little bit how you learned about eight days of hope all right uh i've been in the construction business for 45 years and i wasn't in it very long before i started leading jobs and the natural follow-up for me was later on to get into something where i could volunteer and use the skills that i spent 45 years amassing i'm married i got the greatest wife in the world at home she puts up with me being gone three weeks a month a lot of months and and, and she supports me in every way sure and she misses me when i'm gone but 
She says that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she does. Yeah, yeah. but I couldn't get any more support at home. My son, he does things for me. He helps me out. So nice. Uh, it's amazing that I get to go on the road, and I, there's no detriment. Mm. Nobody's irritated at home. I, I'm free, man. I can go do stuff and serve people, and and it's great. So your first trip was Laplace, Louisiana. Yeah. Tell us about that first experience. Emotional. I had never done anything like that in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And we went down there and uh, we started loving on people. My first trip, I was all about getting stuff done. And, and, <laughs> and, and I'm afraid that I missed a lot of what was going on around me because I was sure. into getting stuff done. Yeah, so explain that to the, let's stop there for a minute because that's important because a lot of people, I'm a doer, I love to do, I love to accomplish tasks, but 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 there's there's a challenge there, right, too, because you, you want to help somebody rebuild their home. At the same time, the ministry aspect sometimes get lost. Yeah, I, I think when I went on the first one that I went mostly to show people what I could do and how much stuff I could get Ooh, done, and I worked it. with that mindset that whole week we had 36 people from our church new point and i had six, six crews working in six different houses oh, boy. oh no it was amazing the <laughs> amount of work we got done. <laughs> but, sure. yeah well the hard part was that i wasn't smart enough to stop mm-hmm. you know and enjoy the company of those people and listen to their stories and that's the part you're going to remember i don't remember working on them houses but i sure remember the relationships that sure. I've built on these trips. So at what point did you kind of grab on to, I'm missing something here, and i got to change something? About two days before I left. <laughs> <laughs> Day number seven of eight days of hope. Yep. The lights go off in Harold's head. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, we're winding down, and, and there's a lot of stuff we want to get finished. But the other guys had been listening to the stories. You know, they were all in the same house all mm-hmm. week, and I wasn't. And they started relaying some of them stories to me, and I said, man, I'm missing all the good stuff. So I actually backed up a little bit, and I spent some time talking to homeowners and listening to stories. And, man, that's what it's all about. I called home in tears every night because it was just so emotional. I didn't know that you could get that feeling. And that feeling is priceless. Yeah. I mean, Mike, when, when you help somebody rebuild their home, you, you've never met them before. Chances right. are you'll never see them mm-hmm. after those eight days. And you work with professionals and then people who think they're professionals, right? <laughs> right. And then people who know they're not of any of that, but they sure. want to be there as well. How do you manage that, Harold? Because, again, you, you, here's a construction guy who did it for decades. And, by the way, you hide your age well because when you said how either you started when you were four or, <laughs> or, or you're using something unique in your hair because you hide your age well. But um, how do you how do you balance leading a team where you have a contractor and you have a single mom who brought her kid on a missions trip? You know, the experience for that single mom and her kid needs to be every bit as good as it is for the professionals that are out there. Mm-hmm. So we try to cater to that. And, and when you're leading a job, you find tasks where she can be valuable to you and that kid can be valuable so that they take as much away from that experience as you do. And most everybody can do something. I mean, there's always something on the job that anybody can do. So we just look around and try to plug people into the right jobs and and back it down a notch. You know, you're not going to get the same amount of work you get out of a professional. So on a job site, you're you're the boss, and you're working with the less skilled, and then there's got to be times of management between those two mindsets. You know, it's really not that hard. The coolest part about all these trips is everybody that shows up, 
wants to do a good job right okay. and, yeah, and, there you and go. if they it's very rare that you find somebody that says i can do that and they really can't mm-hmm. i mean they may take a little bit of instruction and you may spend a little bit more time with them but the coolest part of everything is everybody's there to serve everybody wants to work everybody has the same mindset mm-hmm. and that makes it easy mm-hmm. you know one of the things that we do during our outreaches mike is during lunchtime mm-hmm. um, we, we encourage the the leader of that project so in other words say you took a team of six people and were painting a house that um, you know flooded or, or, or had tornado damage during lunch we ask you the leader to ask somebody in your team to share their three-minute story of how they That's became right. a follower of Jesus some of those lunchtime get-togethers mm-hmm. are as impacting as the families that we serve Harold the amazing part is the stories that you hear you're not going to hear it anywhere else you get all these people out fellowshipping together and they tell you stories they're impactful I mean mm-hmm. they're, they're big stories and, and it's and it's and it's usually someone saying you did what? <laughs> Wait, you used to used to be like that? Like that? Yeah. You've been leaving this job for three days, and you didn't tell me that you were in jail for three years. You know, seventeen years ago. And, and those stories are out there, yeah. And, and 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 they really are. But you know, it's 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 how God works. Mm-hmm. You know, He uses people like us, right? People sure. that that don't have it all together to be a glimpse of who his That's son it. is. That's it. And, and some Come amazing on. things happen, not only to the families that, that are being served, right. but to the volunteers, Harold. The biggest change on those trips has been me. Uh, you know, I know that we change lives, but I can't even tell you, I'm not close to the person that I was seven years ago when I started mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, did we talk about blessing people. Man, we leave with more blessings than those people ever got. So. That brings me to this question. Is there just a real special story that you could share with the listeners that really made a huge impact on you? I know there's so many. Well, I have a a recent one here, and and I always am amazed at the situations God will put you in Okay, because you're the person that needs to be in that situation. We were in Cedar Rapids last week, and we had a volunteer there, week before last. We had a volunteer there that was really struggling. You could see it all over his face. Okay. I mean, you could see it. Mm-hmm. And I said, Tom, what's going on, man? I can see that you're really mm-hmm. struggling. His wife has dementia, mm-hmm. and they are really struggling oh. right now. And, he, and I just stopped and prayed for him. Okay. And I explained that I went through that with my dad four years ago. And we really? shared some of the stories. And okay. I told you know, all you can do is love them people. Sure. The, the things that they're doing is not them. It's the disease. Hmm. You know, and it hurts. Sure. It hurts a lot. And I could see he was hurt. Yeah. I said, but you just got to back up and remember who that person was. You know what? We get put in those situations all the time. And we need to be able to respond. And God does that perfectly but you see i see god how he really prepared you i had a a father that passed with that same disease and had opportunities later to to help others but you see he prepares us doesn't he steve for each moment he knows ahead of time that we just need to show up and then let god take it from there whether it's a conversation or praying with somebody loving on somebody but the thing i'm emphasizing here he's prepared you for it yeah. so if you're listening and you're afraid to volunteer get out if you got that stir in your heart go to the website you know sign up just get the information and i guarantee you god's going to prick your heart and and call you out to go to one of these events and everybody that i've spoken with <laughs> You go once, you go a lot of times. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 8daysofhope.com, 8 Natural disasters, or like the next two weeks, we'll be in New York State 
renovating a facility to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex traffic. And before we start going down that path, one, one, I guess one more point. Isn't it amazing, though, Mike and, and Harold, that God, you know, two weeks ago, you know, or, or even longer in Cedar Rapids, you're standing there with a gentleman named Tom and who's really struggling. He's a loyal volunteer aid diesel. He's been on many trips, and that's where we're opening up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, so that's why we're there. But God had you right at that moment to be given an opportunity to speak to somebody and you knew what they were going through. Now, if he had stopped me and I said, Tom, what's going on? How can I pray for you? I'd pray for him. I mean, I would. I would have. I have no history with that disease. And yet God, Mike, mm-hmm. had Harold That's right. right there at that right moment. In South Carolina, I'll mm-hmm. never forget, we were removing a tree off somebody's house. And a lady had called us to do that. And when we showed up, her son, he was wigged out on drugs. I mean, he was okay. gone. He was ripped. And the guy that went there to assess the house, the lady says, you have no clue what I'm going through or what he's going through. He was a recovered addict who'd been clean for like 20 years. Come on. And yet God had brought that gentleman to that house, not to take a tree off the house, but to be so much more than that to that family. And we were able to get that young man into a rehab. And and, and I haven't heard from that family in a year year or two, but I know that right afterwards, the young man went to Bible college and he was going to become a minister. And our God is not a God of coincidence or accidents here, Lizzie. There are none. Hmm. No coincidences. You know... Steve tells us when we go out, and it was kind of hard the first few trips. We're here to build relationships, and maybe while we're here, we'll fix your house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I love it. We do build relationships, and and you're going to carry them for a lifetime. It is amazing how many of these families that we've served sends cards and birthday gifts and 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 cookies. That's why we call it a pound of hope, you know. Because during you know, what happens, Mike, during the event. Sure. So we're in Houston after Harvey. In 15 days, we did a baseball doubleheader, two two eight day trips back to back. Ooh, that mm-hmm. was that was interesting, right? Stretching. Whose idea was that? <laughs> Anyways, uh, don't look at me. Anyway, so 808 homes, and yet. It's amazing how many families show up at night and, and, they, and they bake you a cake or they bake mm. you cookies. or they, And they stand there, Mike. Yep. They won't leave until you eat one. They want you to, yeah, yeah. Or two. Well, you, <laughs> you, you, or three or four. <laughs> well, you talk about, let's go back a little bit to Laplace. You know, when I was down there, I mean, I'm going around just praying with people at their homes. You're staying here for lunch. We're making you a barbecue this and, and Cajun that. I, I never really ate crawfish until I got down there. And I love them now. It's, it's great. But they, they feed they, you well in Louisiana. They want to feed you. They want to feed they you. Do. They're so appreciative. So they come out. Let, before we go to break, let's talk a little bit about PATH. So, Harold, um, you live in Ohio. You go to you go to a one of our national partners, New Point Community Church, Pastor Dwight Mason. Love him. And, and so many volunteers from New Point over the years have served us. So thankful for their partnership. Partnership. So now the next two weeks, there's a facility here in downtown Buffalo that is going to be kind of like the headquarters, the intake, uh, some counseling. Um, so it's a facility. It's in essence like a commercial building that we're going to be renovating. Tell the listeners a little bit about the project, and then we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Actually, the building that they have is a very nice building. It's just need in need of a little bit of updating. So we're going to go in and we're going to strip all the floors. We're going to put new carpet, repaint everything, uh, repair some ceilings, put a couple new ceilings up. And we're going to install a new kitchen because they will actually be cooking and, and doing stuff for people when they're in there. Uh, it's got to be such a huge thing for them 
to have a place like that where they can bring people in and make them feel comfortable and feel at home. And sure. So I know with the quarantine that Governor Cuomo was put in New York State, we had to say no thank you to about 12 to 16 of our leaders who could not come in from Mississippi and Texas and Tennessee and Georgia. And so we, we it looks like there's a need. I know t- I know today we're doing the demo of, of, of the facility. I know we have 40 people that will be there roughly all day long. Five more signed up last night, by the way, Harold. Just uh, FYI, they're, they're probably there wait, looking for you right now. But we're looking for some painters over the next two weeks. So if you live in Western New York and, and, and you can give us a day or two and you know how to paint, uh, we need some painters as well. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) One of the hardest things for me leading these jobs is I don't know everybody. So I want to spend a couple days seeing what abilities people have and where they're best used and and try to plug them into those places. So how long would it take for you to figure out if Mike was skilled at something? (laughs) From the stories that I've heard, it wouldn't take very long. (laughs) That's good. That's good. I know Mike. He's going to show up at lunchtime today with his guitar or something, want to lead and worship or something. But yeah. uh, and that would be cool too. Yeah. If you ever want to do that, well, well, yeah, uh, we'll take that every day. I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that's just that's just everybody has their, their part. Uh, when I hear about re- helping build these safe houses, I mean, I, I want to go do some worship services. Uh, you know, before, during, and after yeah, because why not? you know, if I pick up a hammer, they're going to run. Okay, pick up my guitar. Hopefully, we can teach fun. you. <laughs> We can, teach, we can you. teach you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, you have roughly 40 people that will be there today, and then roughly 20 every day for the next 13 days. Yeah. And so your goal is to put brand new flooring in this entire facility. This is a this is a multi um, layered building, so it isn't just one floor. It's multiple floors. Um, you're going to work in a kitchen, build a kitchen. You're, you've got some outside landscaping work as well. How do you manage? 40 people who are just coming together really on that first day to serve together well the first day is going to be pretty easy here because it's going to all be demo and i'll actually be able to stand back you'll be able to see the people that have skills okay and then (laughs) you'll be able to plug them in on sunday or monday and but the coolest part here is that i've got several of the leaders of eight days or hope that are here with us and i know their abilities so i'm able to put different people in charge of different areas and i don't have to make every decision that way Mm. we're going to be at PATH People Against Trafficking Humans they're right here in Western New York and if you're listening in Kansas or Iowa or uh, down in Mississippi welcome we're so thankful that you've joined us here at Hope Reigns it's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope 8 Days of Hope travels the country helps families right after disasters or months later rebuild their homes for free we've done about 6,000 of them so thankful for the partnership of so many churches and ministries and volunteers across the country but the next two weeks will be in western New York Buffalo New York helping an organization called path and today we got Harold Dawson Harold you're out of Ohio and you've traveled from really gosh you've traveled multiple states what's the funnest thing you like that God allows you to do with eight days of hope you know what the best part of these trips is when you do devotions and worship every night Cedar Rapids was amazing with the testimonies and stuff we got from people when we were there. We heard stories, and, you know, it it was a little more laid back. There were less volunteers. You know what? These people turn into your friends. They turn into your family. Mm. I'm closer to people on these trips than Mm. I am most of my family. That's incredible. Just to think 
you know, you come to Buffalo or Cedar Rapids or wherever you go, and you really don't know that many people. Your, your base is getting bigger because you've been so involved. But for those folks that have come out for the first, second, third time, they come in uh, as a volunteer and they, they leave as a family. Yes. And God just knits it all together. So please, I, I just... I know there's many people listening. Go to the website and check it out. At least get the information so you can volunteer, whether it's a, a, a rapid response or a rebuild, or if you're really skilled for helping with safe houses. And, you know, certainly um, you're going to want to come again and again and again. <laughs> Everybody has something to add. Sure. Everybody. Yeah. It is amazing because you do make friends across the country, and it's it's fun meeting people, from the, you know, from different cultures that mm-hmm. you know, maybe have re- different ways they do things or different foods that they enjoy eating, and and and, and so much more. Again, more information. Go to the website eightdaysofhope.com. Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiala, we're talking to Harold Dawson. He's going to be the leader of a project that we're doing a, a renovation for a ministry that helps those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. When we come back in a minute, we're talking about some of the upcoming trips that we have over the next two, three months around the country that Harold will either help lead or be a part of. And so uh, you might want to hang around for that. We hope you do. Again, welcome. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, But God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're going to part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our safe house construction ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. What we try to do is bring a new beginning to those who've had 
damage due to a natural disaster. More information, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Hey, Mike, next Saturday, mm. seven days mm. from today, oh, yeah. uh, there is a Christian virtual music festival. We'll be back in our, with our guest in a minute, Harold Dawson. But um, next Saturday, okay. Hope Lives, yep. and 8 Days of Hope is help sponsoring that. And, and and this is really important because so many Christian music festivals around the country had to shut down. Sure. And you, the listener, can be uh, an attendee of a Christian virtual music festival uh, on our Facebook page at 8 Days of Hope uh, or at um, one of many other sites. But it's called sure. Hope Lives. But some of the acts that will be there that night, do you, for, have, do you have that? Yeah, yeah. For King and Country, love them. Yep. Uh, Toby Mack got a great uh and zach williams i just started really digging into his music lately and i'm just i love him you know he gets, he gets that prison ministry thing going and yeah it's meaningful but he just new- did something with dolly parton too didn't he he did yeah yeah so uh just go to youtube and check out zach williams uh, okay. check them all out newsboys matthew west you know uh just a great lineup i'm looking forward to it yes matthew west is very unique he was at kingdom on a couple years ago and i like matthew west i didn't think i loved matthew west the music it's just my my, my taste sure it was the most entertaining concert I've ever been to in my life because he mm. tells stories about the song, songs yeah. that he wrote yeah. and he sings, and it made it so much different than just hearing a song because so all of his songs sure. are inspired by letters or, or, or phone calls or meetings, and they're deep and they're rich, and that's Matthew West. I think that's why festivals and concerts are just so important to go to because you get a person standing in front of you been able to share his real experiences and, and, and what the song came from there is a difference to sometimes just picking up a, a cd and listening to it but uh hope lives forward to it. hope lives next saturday night the 18th let your friends know again you can watch that also on our facebook page it starts at eight o'clock eastern time seven o'clock central time it's 90 minutes long and um, I am really thinking about setting something in my backyard and no, my luck, it would rain or something. <laughs> I know it's not going to snow. No, not, not no, in not no, in July in Buffalo, no. right? No, not in July. All right. No, Anyways. no, no. Hey, uh, <laughs> we're so thankful that you're with us this morning. My name is Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fail. We're with Harold Dawson, and Harold. The next two weeks, you'll be leading volunteers from um, I, I don't want to say around the country as much, mainly around the Northeast, sure. uh, because of everything going on with the pandemic. So. Um, the next 14 days, you're going to be serving a ministry called PATH, People Against Trafficking Humans. How, how do you, what goes through your mind when you leave in two weeks, knowing that the building that you helped worked in will be used for decades to come, decades, yes. and that young ladies who've been trafficked sexually against their will are going to be in that facility and they're going to start the recovery? What goes through your mind? I can't imagine. I can't imagine what these young ladies have been through. I mean, my heart aches for them. Uh, this is this ministry that we have gotten into over the last year. I have more passion for this than anything that I have ever done. Uh, we've we've been to different places and worked on different safe houses, and some of the stories are horrendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hear that people suffer like that, and the best thing I got to say about it is that I'm a man in this country, and I'm getting to help make a difference try to make things better i think more of us need to step up sometimes i wish steve and harold the the folks could see inside of the studio the look on your face when steve was asking the question and just how your your countenance kind of looked down 
um, because it is such a horrible, horrendous thing that's in our backyard. It's not just overseas. It's not down. It's in our schoolyards. It's two doors over that somebody is mm-hmm. is trafficking our, our, our and, and just. Thank you for your passion and thank you for your leadership for stepping up and, and supporting this. It's awesome. And we, God puts us in these situations where we can use our talents, and uh, He will lay it on your heart. Sure. I mean, He will. I mean, I could cry now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this Th- stuff is that important. Think about this, Harold, though. 20, 30, 40 years from now, you're laying in bed. And, and you're in the eighth inning of your life, you know, in a nine-inning game, you know, whatever. And, and, and you get to think back the places that God, when he created you, he gifted you differently than Mike and I. And yet God uses the three of us and sure. so many others, right? But just think about what's going to go through in your mind, knowing that the gifts God gave you, that you impacted tens of thousands of people for generations to come. You know, I often think... It's going to be so cool when we all get to heaven, and mm-hmm. and somebody's going to walk up to me that I don't even know and say, "Do you know what you did for me?" Oh my, oh my yes, I love that. Yeah, it, it, it's going to happen, yeah. and you never know. Overwhelmed, just yeah, and it's priceless. You know, right right now, and I get it. The pandemic is real. Um, we we've all of our all of our lives have changed. I mean, you know. <laughs> Try leading a nonprofit ministry that tries to raise money to make ends meet during a pandemic. It's not the easiest <laughs> thing to do, and, and thankfully yeah. God has that as well. Um, but the fact that God has allowed you, Harold, to lead 40 people, some you know but most you don't know today, that will be following your leadership, and they're going to be watching you. And, and, and I know you're imperfect, right? I mean, all leaders are. But they're going to see your heart the next two weeks. The impact that you're going to have, that God's going to allow you to have on these volunteers, that too is priceless. It really is. Uh, it's amazing how you get put in a situation where you can do that. Uh, Ten years ago, I could have never seen myself doing any of this. Sure. I, I just couldn't have. My life has changed so much in the last ten years that I can't imagine, imagine doing anything but this. Talking with Harold Dawson, he's going to be the leader, the leader, the ultimate day-to-day leader the next two weeks. Be praying for Harold uh, over the next 14 days, starting today right through the 25th. He'll be leading volunteers as they renovate a facility in Buffalo, New York with an organization called PATH, People Against Trafficking Humans. Hey, if you would like to help us do that financially, again, we um, we, we would welcome that gift um, just to feed the volunteers. Harold, you eat pretty good. You know that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at my stomach when you said that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, sooner go. or later, we got to look at Mike's stomach before we leave because everyone's looking at everyone's stomachs today. But hey, if you want to donate, uh, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. And if you donate today, we know that that was intended to help out cover our food cost up in Buffalo. Uh, we would appreciate it. I know we'll be spending thousands of dollars of food the next couple of weeks, but 8daysofhope.com. We'll give you an, uh, an address here at the end of the show as well. Harold, um, only got a couple more minutes with you, but do, do want to hear it. So you originally got involved with 8 Days Hope because of the natural disasters. What did you think when you heard that we were branching out to do sex trafficking human disasters? Were you excited about that? Were you questioning the leadership? I know the answer. That's why I'm going to call you out. But what was going through your mind? <laughs> I thought, you're nuts. There you go. There you go. There you go. He, well, no, he looked right at no, me, Mike. Yeah. No. 
the reason I said that was, Steve says, we're going to go 14 days, and we're going to completely redo a house in 14 days, and we're going to make it so these people can use them. That's nuts. <laughs> but we went to Texas and did two houses. In 14, in 14 days. days. Two houses. You know what? We're not that good. You know, if God wasn't with us on them trips, Amen. man. <laughs> Adam, oh, man. Adam and I pulled up in front of the first house the first day, and Adam looks at it, and he says, you know, if I was doing an estimate for somebody on a job like this i'd tell them two to three months really and we were out of there in 14 days that's how beautiful god, that's how god works though mike mm. that's how god so, works he, he yes is god how does that gel though i mean you're looking at that saying that's a three-week project here and three-month project three-month project yeah and, and so, that was one house they were doing two houses oh so we partnered with elijah rising they're out of houston amazing ministry oh my gosh in fact if you go to our youtube channel eight days of hope on youtube and and watch our safe house construction video and you'll see the two homes that harold help uh mm. renovate in 14 days they were there just two weeks but but harold those homes today those homes today right now while we're in western new york getting ready to do another project are being utilized today for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking how does that make you feel like i'm a part of something bigger you know I, okay. I, we're all put here to do something i just figured out what i'm supposed to be doing guys yeah. and i can tell you without a doubt i'm doing exactly what i'm supposed to be doing and I know that. I get a confirmation every day. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And mm -hmm. if it helps people along the way, that's the bonus. Wow. Special. Welcome to Hope Reigns. We are so glad that you're joining us this morning. I'm Steve Tyber along with Mike Fell. We're talking to Harold Dawson. Harold is a volunteer with Eight Days Hope out of Ohio, and he travels the country to help those rebuild their homes for free after natural disasters, and now is one of our leaders helping us partner with ministries across the country. Maybe you know a ministry that is in need of a renovation or, a, or, or maybe they want to build something and they're a ministry that it's serving those rescued from sex trafficking go to our website there's an application process it's free uh, we're not going to charge you a thing uh, we would love to come and serve you I know that next three months Harold we only got a couple minutes but I know that we're going to Indianapolis in September October we're going to Tupelo Mississippi thankfully not in August because it's hot down there mm -hmm. and then we're going to go right back to Texas and so you already kind of know where you're going the next three four months meanwhile disasters are going to happen hurricane season's right around the corner how do you i mean wow i mean super busy right and and and, and yet your wife she's a saint um what gets you excited to do what you do it's got to be the look on people's faces when you show up to help them i mean it, it's amazing that we went to tupelo and we went to an Applebee's the night before. We got in a day early, and and lady said, you have an accent, and you're not from around here. What are you doing here? <laughs> We're down here to help the tornado people. She says, why would you help people that won't help themselves? Mm -hmm. And I thought that was as crass a statement as I ever heard. It's not that people won't help themselves. They don't know where to start. Sure. They're sure. overwhelmed. Sure. We go in there and, and just go in there and we start working, and it doesn't matter where we start. We're just going to get something done. Mm -hmm. People aren't lazy. They're just overwhelmed. Sure. Mike, we, we, we Harold, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, awesome. I love this guy. And, 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 you know, when you do ministry together, um, mm -hmm. You know, kind of like a marriage, right? I love my bride. I married mm -hmm. way up. Mm -hmm. There are some moments here and there that you look at things differently. But we have a common denominator when we do what we do, and his name is Jesus. 
That's it. And that allows us to show each other grace, yes. to understand that we might do things differently or look at it differently, but it isn't has sure. to be your way or my way. It's his way, and I'm pointing sure. up right now toward heaven. I know you can't see that, but it's his way. And Harold, we're so thankful that you're one of the 160 volunteer leaders with Eight Days of Hope. So thankful for you. Before we let him go, Mike, mm-hmm. the next two weeks he's the leader, so okay. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be around there very often. Okay. And and we need to pray for Harold. Um, would you do that? Yes. Awesome, Father. What an awesome opportunity to pray for this man and his leadership, his skill, and Lord, this. This morning, we are just drawn closer to you yes, Lord. because of just his countenance and his, his faith and his hope and his passion. Father, take all that and let it spill out upon the volunteers. Let Lord, just let him be so touched and ministered to as, as Harold always says, he'll leave a different man, but let the volunteers be changed and closer to Christ. Those will be working on that building. And then thank you for those that you'll be bringing into that building in the days to come as a result of this week, uh, this several weeks of work in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, if you're a painter, we are still looking for some painters in Western New York over the next couple of weeks. You can give us a day or two. That'd be great. Just uh, email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com. Love you, Harold. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Enjoyed it. Harold Dawson, one of the leaders of 8 Days of Hope, and he is going to be leading that project with PATH, People Against Trafficking Humans in western new york over the next two weeks and uh, so thankful for them again if you want to donate to help us uh, kind of make those ends meet we haven't raised the dollars that we need yet uh, but we know that god's got this mike he Absolutely. always does you can do that online on our okay. website eight days of hope.com click the donate button and we will use those dollars right here every uh, single penny the that next you put couple that weeks we'll go to that you can also mail us a check if you like in uh, the p.o box is on our website, on our Facebook page, but I'm gonna give it to you here in a minute. So if you wanna grab a pen, but you can send us a check. In the memo, just put Buffalo Safe House or Houston Safe House or uh, Indianapolis Safe House or anywhere you so choose to spend it. Uh, We'll follow your lead though. Um, You can mail us a check at P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Mm -hmm. Tupelo, Mississippi. That's where our national headquarters is at. Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. That's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. We get to meet a lot of cool people, Mike. This is amazing. We really do. Yeah, I mean. And these are our friends now. I mean, these are people we would have never known Mm -hmm. if if Hurricane Katrina never hit the Gulf Coast. Sure, and I would have never known unless I stepped out that first time and went. And listener, you'll, you'll never know until you take that first step and come and volunteer. We always say you can, <clears throat> what, pray, volunteer, and donate. You do any of those, you'll be, your heart and your life will be changed. But come out and enjoy. Join the family. Join the movement. Yes. Join the. Yes, <laughs> okay, there here you we go. go. And, and really, you know, I, I, I have two kids getting married the next couple months, one in Ohio, one in Tennessee. At both weddings, they have people coming that they met or know or fell in love with at okay. Eight Days of Hope. Oh, boy. You know, which is cool for a dad of three girls. So my daughter, she travels the country. I pray her car doesn't break down. Mm-hmm. But if it breaks down in Kentucky, I'm calling Ricky Russell. If it breaks down in Tennessee, there I'm calling go. Adam Hames. Sure. If it's in Ohio, I mean, my son Zachary, who's mm-hmm. getting married in two weeks, 
just bought a house, his first house. Okay. He's getting married August 1st. Well, he, he wants to look at a house. Well, of course, Dad wants to leave Buffalo to go to New Philly, Ohio, New Philadelphia, Ohio, to look at a house. I can't do it because he's got to make a decision that day. Okay. Who do I call? Harold Dawson Harold, and Butch yeah, Price. There you go. And they looked at the house. Somebody in every state. That's, <laughs> but that's awesome. Part, but that's part of the family. That's awesome. That is. I like what you said, though. Go to the website, 8dayshope.com, sign up for our email alerts, and we would love to have you be a part of the next outreach of 8 Days of Hope. Mike, only got a couple minutes left. Um, COVID-19. Okay. A lot of things still going on around our country. Mm. And this is not the time that we, the church, should divide. Sometimes we're going to have to agree to disagree right now, right? right? And, and and I'm just going to encourage the church family out there. This is not the time that we should be picking fights. Absolutely. Let's agree to disagree. It's hard when you pick fights with people mm-hmm. to win them over to Jesus two weeks from now. Oh, come right? on, come on. And, and so just, uh, man, this is free advice. Throw it out the window if you want. I get it. You know, we are all passionate about what we believe. But my gosh, this is a great time for you to reach out to someone that you haven't talked to in a while. How are you? You doing okay? Can I pick something up at the grocery store for you? Just love people right now during this very tough time. This is a great time for the church to shine. And it's not just what we do, I do. It's what we do together. Oh, okay. You know, find out. There are some churches that, you know, their their tech staff is so excellent. Others, they, they need to learn. Reach out to each other and learn how to better serve one another. And in serving one another, the door is just going to blow open even wider to serve and Amen. love people. Amen. We need to do it together. Amen. It's all about love, though, isn't it? Still, it is. We we complicate things. I'll make them too, I, too I tell difficult. My, I tell my kids all the time: sixty-six books in the Bible. Right? My wife, she you know she does their hour-long devotion in the morning. Sure. I'm the quick guy, right? I mean, I just am. <laughs> yeah. And yet, it's simple: love God and love people. When you love God, it makes it easier to love people, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Because you know Him. But what a perfect time for the church to uh, to love one another. But Father, we thank you for mm-hmm. this morning. We thank you for Harold. We thank you for listeners across the country. Lord, I pray that you would draw some of them, uh, Father, to our website and to learn more about what you are doing. Not, not us, Father, but what That's you're right. doing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father, for those who are going to be prayer warriors for us the next couple of weeks as we serve in western New York, as we prepare to serve in Indiana and Texas. Father, we pray for the volunteers. Keep them safe. Keep them safe from COVID-19. That's Keep right. them safe yes. from getting hurt. We pray against those accidents. And Father, we do welcome and pray for the donations that, Father, that we need to make ends meet. Father, we know that you're in control. We love you. We trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. All right, brother. Awesome. Woo. Thank you, Harold Dawson. We appreciate you, brother. We love you. Again, next Saturday, we've got another guest coming on board that you want to tune in because you're going to love this guy's heart. His name is John Himes. He'll be with us next week. And also next Saturday is Hope Lives. Mark it in your calendar. Hope Lives next Saturday night. Eight Days of Hope is going to sponsor it. It's a Christian music virtual festival that you don't want to miss. But again, thank you for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber. You've been listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. 
Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.